Hey Seeker, welcome to the Awakening Her podcast. I am so grateful that you've been led here and I'm excited for you that you're answering the call to manifest more magic in your life by mastering the law of attraction. So cool. My name is Talia and I'm committed to cutting the fluff and showing you exactly how to manifest more excitement, ease, success, abundance, confidence, love, and anything else you've been craving. So if you're ready to crack the code on manifestation, amplify your intuition, and play in the quantum, we are now besties. Let's do this. Hello, hello, Seeker. Welcome back to the Awakening Her podcast. How are you doing today? I am so excited that you are here. Welcome to this episode. This is going to be juicy and illuminating and healing and inspiring, and it's going to help you move forward with your manifestations. We are talking today about how to heal the blocks that are stopping you from manifestation. We're here to talk about the correlation between inner healing, what that actually means, Um, but the correlation between inner healing and manifesting and how that is what is blocking us. We're going to talk all in and around this. I'm going to give you lots of examples of my own life and how you can start to heal what is blocking you from manifesting what you desire. But before we dive in, hello, hello. If you are new here, hey, hey, homie, welcome to the Awakening Her podcast. My name is Talia Joy. I am a manifestation mentor, an intuitive, a bestie in your awakening journey here to help you to learn manifestation so that you can go off and create whatever the heck that you want. Because I know you have these desires, right? You want abundance and vitality and health and connection and community and success. We want the entire life package around here. We don't have to pick just one thing. We get to move into to the fullest expression of who we are, including all of those areas of life. And that's truly what I help you to do is yes, to master the art of manifestation, to be a deliberate creator in your life, but ultimately it's so that you can have the freedom to create whatever you want, because I know freedom is probably a big thing for you because it's a big thing for me. And I was just saying the other day in the ready to manifest group chat for the 31 day challenge, I was dropping in and saying how freedom to me It's freedom in my life, freedom in my schedule, freedom in my body, freedom in my mind, freedom in my bank account, freedom to buy organic veggies or to take a yoga class on a Tuesday afternoon, freedom to be able to stand in my power and my confidence, freedom to speak my mind, freedom to trust my intuition, to be who I am, to be fully expressed. It's truly freedom in all the ways. So if that's you too, just know that I get you, I get you. And if that is you, I would love to to hear um, over on Instagram. If you have not yet joined the community over there, it is at Talia Joy Manifestation. The link is also below in the show notes, but I would love to hear. Um, send me a screenshot, tag me, show me that you're watching or send me a DM and let me know, is freedom a big thing for you? I would love to hear because most of us seekers, us old souls, you're probably a star seed. 
Maybe you realize that, maybe you don't, but freedom is a big thing because our soul knows what is possible. Your soul and or the higher parts of who you are, it's the deepest parts of who you are and also the highest parts of who you are, you know of unlimited possibility and you know that maybe even in your life, the people in your family or the people around you don't quite have that expansive view like you do, but you still know what is possible out there. You may be the optimistic one in the family or out of your friends group. You're the one that just believes in all of this stuff. Maybe you're lucky enough to have like-minded souls on the journey with you, but really the message here is that deep down, you know, that you are here to be a deliberate creator. You know that you are here to crack the code on how to live a life fully expressed, fully in your joy, in your laughter, in your goosebumps, holy crap situations in life because they're so magical. You can't even believe that you've created this life for yourself. Full package, abundance, connection, community, health, vitality, all of it. I know that's you. That, that is what you are meant for and you know of your ability to create the most amazing, magical life. So if that is you, thank you for being here and you have found this podcast on purpose. Today we are talking about the healing aspect and over the course of this podcast, especially in the last year, I've talked more and more about healing because it was the part that I avoided. It was the part that I didn't know I didn't know. It was the part that I didn't know that I needed so badly. It was the part that I didn't realize was coming up in self-sabotage, in low self-worth or low confidence, in my tendency to avoid, in my lack and in my money, in the pain in my body. Like I did not realize that it really came into all those areas of life. And it was all an indication of me needing to learn how to self-heal and how to do the healing work. So we are getting into that today. Um, and I wanted to say that before we launch into the content of this episode, if this is something you are really drawn to and you're that hungry seeker looking to make this year your year, get unblocked, move through these looping patterns, then I offer you to check out and join us in Healing to Manifest. It is a three-week, only three weeks, deep dive immersion portal. There's going, It's going to be intimate. It's going to be a small group. And we're going to go through a three-week study, a three-week portal of healing. So it's two-pronged. We are going to identify your core wounds, what has been running the show. We're going to go through inner child healing, inner teenager healing, sacred reparenting, and really extracting the key wounds and blocks that you have for your specific goals. So you're going to gain, gain a lot of clarity, a lot of clearance. We're going to have a healing ceremony, clearing a lot of energy. But the other part of this that is so important to me as a teacher, like a, I'm a teacher in my core, that I want to teach you how to do the self-healing work ongoing because every time you go for your next level, we come across stuff. And as I'm going to talk about in this episode, we come across, you know, being stuck in looping patterns or we get to an income ceiling or we can't quite seem to bust through. Self-sabotage takes over. We don't have any creativity or we fall into doubt, fear, abandonment issues, all that stuff. It will come up every time you go for your next level. And the part that makes, in my opinion, what makes someone successful in manifesting and continuing to expand and continuing to grow into that life is their ability to be resourced to be self-resourced. We don't always have to run off to someone else to diagnose us or tell us what's wrong and why do I do this? When you gain the tools, 
then you know how to do the work, the daily work, the energetic maintenance. You'll know when the inner critic pops up going, who are you to do that? You know exactly how to handle that with love and with healing, not shoving down, not combating it with more drill sergeant, just healing and being with and remedying the situation so it doesn't have to keep coming up day after day, year after year, goal after goal, right? Because the same shit shows up in all areas of life. Um, So that's what this program is going to do. It will be a deep healing portal for you. And it will also teach you the self-healing tools so that you will be more self-resourced. You will be more magnetic and you will know how to move through your stuff as it comes up while also experiencing a massive healing a clearing, and a lot of clarity in what has been going on. So I invite you into Healing to Manifest, an intimate group. All of the details are available on the sales page, or you can DM me. We are going to have a live chat the whole time over in WhatsApp, so I'm going to be supporting you almost daily in that chat. Weekly calls, it's going to be a deep dive if you're ready. So that is that. The link is in the show notes. Okay, so why I'm talking about this today, in addition to the program, it actually kind of goes in all into one. I am launching Quantum Leap Your Life, and that is starting in maybe about a month or so, the beginning of February. And what Spirit was showing me and what I have become very aware to in the last year or so is there's a lot of my community that are ready to quantum leap, that are understanding more about what it means to quantum leap, ready to collapse time, ready to step into that identity of that new version of you, ready to access her, to communicate more deeply with that version of you that has already manifested the goal. You are ready for that next level. You're ready for embodiment. You're ready to really step into it. And I can see that in my community. I can tell by the, um, I don't want to say level, but like the awareness level of the clients that come to me now, the unfuckable withness, the ready, even when clients come and they're feeling really stuck or feeling really disempowered, their hunger level or their willingness level is off the charts. I see you. You are ready. Everyone's all 2024. And you're like, no, really, this is my time. I am done staying small. There's a line in the sand. Let's do this. If that is for you, Quantum Leap Your Life is also for you. The link is below. And the thing you absolutely need to know, which is why I'm talking about this today, is you can quantum leap in any moment. However, when you don't, when you haven't done the healing work or don't have those ongoing tools, you will continue to fall into old patterns. It's the, it's the sort of thing of like Monday, I'm going to change this. Or you go really strong for a few days, but very quickly the inner critic starts to come in, maybe a workout slips or a practice slips. And then right away that more inner voices going, I knew you couldn't do it. You always give up on yourself. You find something else to do instead of your practice, you start beating yourself up. It gets really bad in your head. You start feeling shame and guilt. Maybe then you hit the food or you start scrolling Instagram or have a drink to ease your mind. You fall off and you don't come back. That is what happens when we are unhealed or constantly following, falling into doubt. Even people 
A lot of my clients are entrepreneurs. I see people that are given their all in their business and nothing's really changing because under all the stuff they're doing is an energy of non-belief, an energy of lack of self-worth. Even though my clients have incredible gifts and offers and businesses, like incredible humans, it's very normal to not fully believe in yourself. And that is a sign of healing that is needed. So you can quantum leap at any time. However, if I told you right now, the secret to quantum leaping is to assume a new identity now. Assume the identity of the version of you that already has what you want, that belief level, that energy level, that optimism level, and go out and create it. Go out and be that version of you. You will quantum leap in no time. You could go like, okay, and then, well, now what, right? If you don't have the belief to follow through, if you don't have the confidence to step into that. If you don't know of your ability to change your life, if you don't know of your worthiness, then you can't easily step into that new energy and hold that new energy. So one of the things I want to start out by saying is that when we have wounds, which we all do, and I'm going to go through some of the main wounds in just a second, but when we have wounds, what it does is it creates it creates instability in our nervous system and in our mind. And what happens in our nervous system and our mind affects our energy, which then immediately impacts our aura or our energy field and directly impacts what we are manifesting. So you may have heard me say before, or other people say before that your beliefs create your emotions, your emotions create your actions and your actions create your results. There's other levels, meaning that there's also, like I say, your energy, your aura, but that all is the same thing. It's intertwined. When we are in a low self-worth belief, our aura is more constricted. It is more gunky. It is less clear and vibrant and big. So what we, what goes on between our ears, what goes on in our mind, ultimately directly is the correlation or is the controller of what we manifest. And that's why I could say, well, no, just go be confident. Okay. How do I be confident? Right? So that is the thing is at any moment you could be confident. You could go do it right now. You could change your life. People do it all the time. People wake up and go, fuck this. I'm not believing I'm lazy anymore. Or I'm no longer a smoker or that's it. I'm not drinking or I'm now an entrepreneur and I'm doing the thing and day one committing to yoga and that changed my life. People do that all the time. You could do that in any moment, but why don't you, or why does it feel inaccessible? And this is for everybody. Me too. Why can't I just quote unquote quantum leap into this and this? It comes back to wounds. So for example, with money, I know like as an intuitive and a channel and a coach and a mentor and all the stuff, I really deeply understand the frequency of money and I understand that it is easily available, that it's being printed or digitally printed all the time. People have money all over the place. In fact, people love to buy people, you know, love to buy something of value. It's exciting to make money. I've cleared so much of my money beliefs. So why don't I have a million dollars yet? you know, what's the biggest block of all, or I shouldn't even say block, but the biggest resistance of all for me personally. And the thing that I continue to expand and then make more money and expand and make more money, it's self-worth because worth is value is money. 
Money is value. We exchange things, right? That loaf of bread is worth what? $20 these days. (laughs) Not just kidding. But that loaf of bread is six bucks or whatever. That is value. Self-value, self-worth money. Worth is wealth. So for me, it's a journey of reconciling and healing to get back into that place of whole worthy self, back into that place where I'm not the abandoned, rejected, betrayed, not good enough inner child, right? So for money, I can go after my money blocks all damn day and it's very good to do that. And I had to clear a lot of stuff, but at the end of the day, it's between me and me. It's between me believing I'm enough or not, me committing to myself, devoting to myself, knowing my needs are worth it. So now let's go to my pain healing journey. I'm I'm using these examples because I want you to see how even in things that we don't see as correlated, it comes back to healing work. So my pain in my body, what I recognized is that yes, I was told I had a uh, genetic, whatever, whatever, connective tissue, something, something, right? But what I noticed is, and what I intuitively received and over time, what I've recognized is that my pain and this may really hit home with some of you, my physical pain is my manifested self-abandonment. And I notice now when I don't have boundaries, when I don't sit down when my body's screaming at me or my spirit's just like, oh, sit down, when I don't drink my water, when I forget my supplements, quote unquote, forget, I get into a lot of pain in my body. My pain flares up. And then when I'm in my pain, if I'm not caring for myself and not going, okay, I'm going to have a bath or get a massage or lay down or whatever, then I get more and more in pain. So what allows me to give myself what I need? That self-worthiness, that self-love, which I don't have when I'm unhealed. Do you know what I mean? Hopefully this is making some sense. So As we go about our manifestation journey, some of the biggest blocks that I see and that we have is lack, things like feeling like we need to work really hard and hustle. So we're doing all the things, but nothing's changing. It's negativity or not believing in ourselves. It's feeling unsupported by the universe. It's continuing to feed the narratives of lack and scarcity and not enoughness. It's deep down feeling like, what we have is not valuable if you're an entrepreneur. It's it's self-judgment. It's self-criticism. Um, what blocks us is our emotional triggers. We get you know off on a side rail about something or we don't believe in ourselves or we're really lit up emotionally in rage or resentment or whatever. We avoid things. Maybe we have lack of clarity, lack of inspiration, lack of creativity. We're not open to creative solutions. There's so many ways that we block ourselves in manifestation. They all stem from unhealed parts of us. So now as we move through this episode, I just want to introduce that there are a couple different parts of us. And one part I want to introduce you to is the spirit or the deliberate creator part of you. You can call this part of you whatever you want. It's the part of you that knows of unlimited possibility. It's the part of you that is waking up, that is becoming more online. I don't mean like Instagram, more online and active within yourself. It's your spirit. It's your higher self. It's your soul. It's the God part of you. It's the spirit part of you that knows that you are a deliberate creator that is remembering 
how this experience works. It's the part of you that's like, I can, I know deep down I can create anything that I was talking about at the beginning of this episode. You see life differently. There's that part of you that believes in unlimited possibility and potential. That is the part of you that is dreaming and desiring and the part of you that goes like, I know I can do this. I just need to learn or practice or master or like, fuck yes, I'm doing it this lifetime. You know, I am hungry for it. There is that part of you. Then there is the part of you that also doesn't feel enough or who am I to do this or feels um, sad or left behind or insufficient in some way. And these come from these wounds. So I'm going to run through some of the common wounds that come up and things that, you know, we fear and experience in our lives. And then also like some of the ways that it shows up in our lives, just so that you can identify like what's coming from a a need of being healed. Because honestly, in manifestation, we usually go like, or I'll hear clients say like, I don't know if it's like I'm doing the wrong things or it's coming from a part of me that doesn't need to be, or that needs to be healed. Or I don't know if like the, like say you have an issue with not making enough money or as much as you want. People will go like, is it the physical things I'm doing or is it, or is it an energetic origin, right? It's like, did the lack create the no money or is the no money creating the lack? Do you know what I mean by that? And say it's business. It's like, is it my physical moves that I'm making, the programs I'm putting out, or is it my own energetic wounding? And what I want to say is it always is the energy because when the energy shifts, all of a sudden, the programs, you get more, like if it's business, you get more clarity, you're more inspiration, you're more lit up. When you hear me talking about a program or even a free offer or whatever that I'm excited about, you're way more likely to be like, let's check that out. She sounds stoked. When I believe in myself, you're like, Ooh, that's part of, you know, her magnetic energy or something you want to learn how to do or whatever. If I was coming to this being like, well, you could maybe join and like, I mean, I'm not like a master, but like, maybe I could like maybe help you. Like I'm not perfect. And like, I'm really not like that would never sell you on anything, even a free thing, right? It is my energy of, of clear, of confident, of deliberate creator. It is my whole authentic self that draws you to me. So even if it's you making money, if you're an energetic clear channel, that money will find its way to you. Even if your current job can't pay you more, you will win it. You will accumulate it. You will be inspired to enter the lottery or ask for a promotion. When you are an energetic match for what you desire, it will find its way to you and you will be inspired to take actions that move you forward. So it's always coming from an energetic place when something isn't working, because when it is working, it will find its way to you. So some of the ways that some of the common wounds are abandonment, and I could probably put my hand up for every single one of these. So I'm not going to say for every single one, like this is me, but I have flavors of all of these. And these are also my clients. So I want to say you're not alone. So whether you were physically or emotionally deserted or neglected, abandonment is a very common one. So it might be, as I said, physically a parent left or you were physically um, abandoned in a time of need, but it also might be that your parents or parent or caregivers were emotionally neglected. Maybe they neglected you in other ways. They didn't have time for you. Maybe you had nine other siblings or your parents were involved in substances or they just weren't around. 
there can be a lot of ways people can turn their back on you. People can let you down in a time when you really needed them. I had friends that turned into bullies. I had emotional abandonment. Again, I won't go go all into my wounds, but this is one that runs deep. And this really comes into our life. Often we're being, we're terrified of not being enough. So we operate, as I was saying in in a few of the last episodes, we operate from like, who do I need to be to fit in? Who do I need to be for people to love me? Who do I need to be so that I won't be abandoned? That really gets in our way when we're trying to create something, especially entrepreneurs, or if you're wanting new relationships, friendships to deepen connections, or you're wanting to find love, or, you know, even in your own family, your own current relationships, it really comes in when we have a fear of being abandoned. We don't stand in our power because we're always afraid that someone's going to leave us. So it doesn't build that true confidence and true self-worth. Another one is rejection. We have a fear of rejection, right? really causes inaction. We even, the crazy part about it is when we have a fear of rejection, of being like rejected, it is very much like abandonment, but you know, you could think of the typical, like maybe someone doesn't ask someone out on a date because they're scared of being rejected. If you don't try, you never know. So it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy where we always feel rejected because we're never busting through that. You know what I mean by that? So when we're experiencing rejection in relationships or friendships or professionally, and it really, it really rocks our self-worth, it's because we don't have that high, deep, you know, self-esteem and confidence where if somebody, say somebody went to hire me and then they're like, actually, I'm not going to hire you. I actually decided to go with another coach. I now am in a place because of my healing where I ultimately know that's what was meant to happen. They were meant for that other person. It's not actually because I'm not enough or because they did something wrong. They rejected me. It's actually like, Nobody can reject me when I'm confident in who I am. And that doesn't absolve me of personal responsibility. It's not cocky and it's not me being like, well, you're lost because if you think like that's not, that's not peaceful acceptance of what is, but I just don't feel rejected anymore because I know that ultimately they were meant to work with that other person if that was the case, or say even family doesn't invite me to something that used to be a big thing being left out. It also taps on the abandonment. Now, when it happens, I'm like, well, if they didn't think of me, like that's kind of an indication of where we are all at. And I've also had a play, a place in this and they're doing that from where they're at. Like I'm still awesome over here. It kind of almost has nothing to do with me. That's a result of healing. Um, so we also feel a lot of shame when we have active inner child wounds. We feel a lot of guilt. We feel guilty and that can be like guilty for having wealth, guilty for not having wealth, you know, shame for not being where we think we should be shame for our habits or our patterns or our inadequacies, our perceived failures. Sometimes we feel guilt or shame for taking alone time or for buying ourselves something. This one really goes deep, but if shame and guilt are running the show in any kind of way, that is a result of um, a wound inside and and that's okay. It is totally normal to feel this. And I want to say that shame and guilt are the lowest vibrating emotions possible. So they are really messing up your manifestation game because it's an average of your energy. That's what you manifest. So even if you're going like, I'm optimistic, and then you're turning around and inserting shame and guilt into every little thing you do, or at the end of the day going like, oh, I just didn't do this, or I didn't, then you're 
lowering your average big time. And through especially inner child healing, shame and guilt get to be reinvented. They get to be alchemized and they don't get to have so much control. So other ways that our wounds show up is we get stuck in patterns that for the life of us, we cannot see what's going on. Like, like not being able to make more money or every date you go on, it ends the same or relationships that end the same or wanting to love yourself more. But every time you look in the mirror, you say shitty things to yourselves and it never changes to yourself and it never changes. Maybe you're wanting to have a consistent manifestation practice or energy practice and you don't stuck in patterns, especially when it's like what is stopping me? They're called blind spots. Those are always wounds, always. And we all have these, right? Again, like I said at the beginning, it's learning how to work with them and knowing that your wounds have come from an accumulation of what you have legitimately experienced in your life. So we don't need to shame ourselves for wounds. You know, it's not like, why can't I just get past this? It's because you literally experienced something traumatic or multiple things. And it scared you. And now it freezes a part of you inside and it's hard to move forward. If somebody or yourself or someone you knew um, experienced, almost experienced a tragic accident, maybe it was in a car and I've had a family member that went through an intersection or almost went through an intersection and it happened right in front of her and she was terrified to be in a car for a long time. You wouldn't say, oh, what the heck's the matter with you? Drop it. You'd be like, yeah, you just had like an almost death experience. No wonder you're a little rattled. This can happen and it can live, it does live in our nervous system and in our mind forever until we learn how to heal. So the fact that I was abandoned or I was let down or I was scared, my needs weren't met for, I was ridiculed or whatever else, that lives alive in my cells until I know how to remedy it. And every time I want to achieve more and tap into that deliberate creator part of us or part of me, that smaller wounded part of me comes forward and goes like, but remember all that scary shit and how you've never been led to believe that you can like member and it gets in the way. So more ways that the um, wounded inner child or our wounded parts show up is in constant triggers, feeling not good enough, feeling lack, scarcity, emotional triggers, feeling pissed off and agitated and people letting you down. Those things are indications of wounds and anything that is low self-worth or low confidence that is always, that is not the unlimited deliberate creator part of you, right? Remember there's that part of you and then there's the wounded part of you. And those two have to learn how to walk hand in hand so that we're at a point where I am now, but I want to say I'm always ongoing, ongoingly using my tools and seeing things as they come up and they always do. But from this place, I can more see my wound as it comes in and go, okay, I witness that this is my abandonment or my not good enough or my fear of failure. It's fucking scary to put yourself out there and fail and then to get back out there again. So I give compassion to that part of me and so much of healing is based in compassion and seeing these things as they come up. And instead of more ridicule and more judgment and more shame, we nurture ourselves. We have practices that we can see where the self-sabotage part of us is coming from, where the scared part of us is coming from, where the avoidant part of us is coming from, where the part of us who slips into negative thinking and pessimism, like this is never going to work. We get to see where that's coming from and work with it. 
So the very last thing I want to say is in healing to manifest and what you find as you go on your healing journey is it's it's sometimes we're getting into like what happened when you were a kid, but more than that, it's the key root narratives of like, who are you to blank or money is hard or, you know, no matter what I do, it's not enough or I am weak. It's these key root narratives that come up that show us where we need to heal. So we don't need to go into all the things that have happened to you. And chances are you maybe already have done that or have been on this journey. Now it's actually more about moving through it and integrating that part of you and recognizing that at one point you were abandoned, rejected, shamed, ridiculed. And that part of you is still sad. We learn how to move through and bring them up with us, bring them into the light, give them love. That is the inner child healing. That is shadow work. That is, as I teach in healing to manifest the inner teenager healing as well. It's these part of these parts of us that are scared, legitimately scared. And we don't just, we wouldn't take a scared child. That's like, I'm terrified to do that and be like, Oh, come on, you dummy. Come on, you sissy. Just get out there. That's not how we address the wounded parts of us. We don't just say just the remedy is to just get out there because again, okay, fine. The remedy is just to quantum leap, just be different. And it's like, okay, well, (laughs) it takes some reprogramming. It takes some realizing of the part of you that doesn't feel like you can do that and bringing them up to speed with the deliberate creator part of you. So if you've ever done IFS, parts therapy, or been inactivated, or if you're on the path, we talk about inner child and inner teenager healing there. This is what we are going to be doing. And as you see from on the path, when you learn the manifestation formula, if you don't know on the path is the private subscription podcast where you get my entire manifestation formula and growth, (laughs) growth flow chart on how to live a life that is that goosebumps manifested desire, soul alignment life. You can head over there for the step-by-step. But what what you see is every time you go to a next level, you need to go, what part of me doesn't believe I can do this? That's just part of manifesting. Like, okay, my goal is a $200,000 year. First off, I don't spring into what do I need to do to create that? My first step is what part of me is not on board? What part of me doesn't believe that I can have a $200,000 year or is scared? What part of me doesn't believe I could lose 50 pounds or I could find a mate or I could move halfway across the world or that I could have a hard conversation with my parents or whatever it is for you? What part of me doesn't believe that I could do that? That is where we go to start to remedy. And until you do, you will always be in these unidentifiable blind spots where we just don't know what the heck is going on. We have lack of clarity. We're a bit avoidant. We're sabotaging our practice and we're never able to reach above that ceiling. So I know that you are here for a life of exceptional, exceptional goosebumps results, and it will involve the healing work. So if you would like that help, Healing to Manifest is for you. We will go into a healing portal as well as teach you how to do the ongoing work yourself. And as we wrap up this episode, the thing I want to say for how you can start to do it, if you don't join me in Healing to Manifest, what you can start to do and kind of summarizing this is really witnessing and writing down even right now, what is the part of me that doesn't believe it's possible? 
How could I in some way be abandoned or rejected or shamed or um, judged for achieving this? What bad things could happen if I achieved this goal? And then even asking yourself, if you hear background noise, it's just my fam. Um, And then asking yourself, like my inner child, what did she experience? How is she feeling? Like you physically as a child, as if that was still alive within you, a seven, eight, nine, 10 year old, what did she go through? What was she taught? If you're like me and you were an empath, you may have empathically and sensitively (laughs) because of your sensitivity picked up on things, picked up on tension, picked up on judgment. Where's my inner child at? And what does she feel about her confidence, about her worthiness? Does she believe in herself? Was she taught to believe in herself and really start looking there? I cannot wait to help you do more of this work ongoing because man, it frees me up. And now as you see me talking about the quantum and the vortex and all of this stuff, I am so free to intentionally create what I desire in my life because I've cleared the path and I know how to do the ongoing work. So I can't wait to teach you in healing to manifest or in quantum leap your life. That's not as much the healing work. That's more just the straight up collapsing timeline embodiment work. I recommend doing both. If you can, you will change so much, shift so much in a short amount of time, especially if you join me for both. But wherever I see you, even if it's back here on the podcast or over on Instagram, it is a pleasure, my love. I am so grateful for this time together and I will see you in the next episode. Hey Seeker, I hope that you enjoyed this episode. So if you are ready for the tools and the education to move forward, I invite you to join us on The Path. On The Path is a brand new exclusive podcast that I focus on the tangible, the practical, the step-by-step and the how-tos. So over on that podcast, it contains all my signature work for quantum leaping, manifesting and moving forward in your life. There are weekly episodes, deep dives, meditations, and more. So if you're ready for the tools, for the step-by-step, for the education you need to move forward fast, I invite you to On The Path. The link is below in the show notes. I can't wait to see you over there.